one. Hit the song. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, early early in the morning. It's uh, er- nine twenty a.m. Earliest we've ever recorded. Oh, that's nine twenty a.m. Uh, Indianapolis time, We're which in- is three hours ahead. So it's six twenty a.m. Good math. They're three hours and two minutes ahead in Indianapolis from Los Angeles. We're in uh, Indianapolis right now. Just got done with uh, a little road gig with Steve Renazizi. Took us on the road here. Uh, finishing up the weekend, doing a little Sunday morning broadcasting episode 41. 41, son. Welcome aboard. Just got one question for everybody out there. You better see Richie. Richie. Anybody seen Richie? Fuck you. <laughs> Anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo? I like the guy who it's, says "fuck you." That's a great credit to have to your name. You just said "fuck you." The first one sounds almost like a parody now. The way he says it, he's like, "Anybody seen Richie?" Yeah, he went a little thick with the <laughs> uh, the New York accent. But dude, he's a master of accents. That's why the CIA hired him as an assassin. Speaking of which, you told me you uh, you wanted to sp- speak about this. You saw a new Steven Seagal movie. Oh yeah. Uh, wait. Do, do, Go on IMDb real quick and read me off the list of the his latest flicks. Okay, if you'd like to start talking about it. Uh, well, he he is a uh, special special ops military man. Okay, and he uh, opens with him, and he's supposed to be scouting out some terrorists because they're going to use a drone to drop missiles on where they're hanging out. But you know what Segal says? Segal says, "Hey, they have hostages in there." Why don't I just become a one-man army, go in there myself, and take care of these motherfuckers? Okay, this sounds like uh, it's based in reality. So he gets there, of course. So now, dude, he doesn't do any martial arts anymore. They show hands and feet flying that clearly aren't his, and that's it. They never show him in the frame with any sort of actual action. Are the hands of, like, a black yeah. guy? No, it's like a hands, like... The feet are small like an Asian man. <laughs> the hands are like of a Mexican dude. And then you just see Seagal, then they cut back to him and he's standing there. And so he's throwing guys downstairs. You never see, he's, you can't do any 
stunts anymore. Zero. It's, but the good I news is... I saw zero martial arts out of him. He doesn't need a body double for uh, topless. Well, they got... They got uh, Honey Boo Boo's mom to be his body double, <laughs> Mama June. Uh, was it the perfect weapon? Let me see the. Uh, let me see the mercenary list of absolution. Gut gut shot straight. Oh, uh, force of execution. Jesus Christ! Was, Maximum conviction. It was. <laughs> was it? Now I. It's him, and he's standing alone. No. Oh yeah. Wait. What is this? He says. Oh, he's a contract killer. Nope. From Vinny. He's on Some of these have international titles. They change it when they go on Netflix. Where the fuck is this? Kill oh, it's... Yeah. Yes, a good man. Yeah, that's he, it. He's not a good man. 2014, it said it was 2015. It's a lie. Oh, here, after... <laughs> after an illustrious special ops career ends in disaster. By the way, so the disaster is he finds these terrorists and he realizes that there's some kids in there. So he shoots them all, but then since he wasn't supposed to go in there and kill the terrorists, he didn't tell his commanding officer. So now they're dropping a bomb on the place, and he tells them to abort. And they said, no way, Steve. We're dropping the bomb. So he has a girl in his hands as this bomb's flying through the door, blows up the building. Of course, his fat ass is fine, but somehow the girl dies. Yeah, I think he landed on top of her and suffocated her. Okay. And so now- So now he has to get revenge. Well, yeah, no. Now he's uh, now he's like a contract or whatever. He's hanging out in some building with some guy. Oh no, no, you know he's a, he's a maintenance man, an <laughs> fuck, apartment fuck building. This fucking movie, it's not even worth talking about. It's pretty confusing. <laughs> hey, but he's Mi Miyagi style. He's a fucking maintenance man. Oh, and of course, the opening scene of being a maintenance man, he meets a smoking hot chick with a kid, and she's locked herself out of the building. So he lets her in. Of course, she's like, ooh, look at this handsome fucking piece of shit. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, quick shout outs. We, uh, we met, some, met some listeners over the, uh, yeah. the course of this trip. Richard DeLeon came out. He said he wanted full name usage. He said he's not ashamed to be associated with this podcast. We met him, gave him some uh, defunct stickers and T-shirts. Dug into the, in the garbage bag of triple XL shirts that I had left. We met uh, the one and only Dr. Nova. Yes. Had some drinks with him we, after. We did have some drinks with him, yeah. Uh, and he, last uh, night. He made his way back to Valparaiso after a few drinks. Hey, who are we to, <laughs> who are we to judge? And then. Uh, He's a good man. You're a good man, Dr. Nova. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. And then hold on, let me let me see who else we met. I'm gonna try here. to do a monthly Steven Seagal movie review. It's a new segment. <laughs> I think, think you got a hit on your hands there. <laughs> God, it's early right now. I'm really trying to bring some energy, but feeling the fatigue. The fatigue. And we met Stuart, that breakfast. We met Stuart Dannenberger and uh yeah. was his special lady friend. They're uh they're a new couple, aren't they? They are a newer couple. I thought they were uh, a long time couple, Jen, Stuart and Jen. Thank you for coming out last night. So it was good. It's always good to meet some people, meet and greet. Yeah, have them come out. Uh, we're staying right now. We're staying in um, the qual <laughs> quality. Quality in. It's kind of an ironic name. Not that quality. Oh man! And there was a fucking high school girls' high school soccer tournament, and every chick was staying in this hotel, and there were no double bedded rooms left. So. They gave us, uh, we have one bed and a rollout bed, but it comes with like a blue plastic pool tarp over it. 
It was a makeshift cover, and it looks like they had to blow the dust off that thing. And so uh, we ended up sleeping in one bed with a <laughs> pillow barrier down the middle. Two grown men. It was a. It was a. Uh, it was a big bed. Uh yeah, it was big. It's, I mean, you'd rather have your own bed. I think both of us would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anytime somebody moved, it fucking just rattled the entire structure uh a couple from last episode uh you spoke of seeing an ad with uh, an eggplant on a bench a bunch of people uh jerry mcfly and gerald both got in touch and they said uh it's weird they both have the same name and they jerry's know they know what a the icon for a cock is. jerry mcfly said the eggplant was being used as an emoticon for the dinky his exact words all right so now you know i guess i'm getting old yeah, oh, these emojis. You've never used that? What? The eggplant for the dinky on a phone? No, who am I texting? I don't know. Like, your text friends, relatives? Text my girlfriend. I don't need to send her an emoji of my dick. Your relatives? Maybe friends or family? I don't know. I don't, uh, you know, I'm not that big into technology. So That's true. I, I don't understand the emoji stuff our uh on our flight here it was it was a wild ride a yeah. because there was a lot of turbulence but b more so because of the passengers we were sharing the flight with we were uh we were on board about a third of the plane were the roadies that set up american ninja warrior and they are in indianapolis for a whole month and uh, i guess the guy who claims he sets the course up um a lot of these guys, if you don't you've never seen either, like this guys, is a nine a.m. flight, and guys who work, guys who work behind the scenes, like in production, a lot of times in Hollywood, uh, are very tatted up. I don't, it's whatever reason, Every, any, any everywhere. Yeah, imagine the carnival workers that set up the fair, the guys that set up music uh, concerts. But even a lot of times, guys who do not all the time, but guys who do like production, a lot of times have tats like camera work and whatever else. Yeah, but, I'm saying though, like pretty much any manual labor guys that yeah. I've seen over no, the years. No, but some of these guys been, were producers too, because I was talking. You were like five <laughs> rows behind me. I was like, but I'm saying they, they're producers in quotes. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're coming out here. These guys are like in charge of producing the assembly of this fucking course. Yeah, so uh, these guys aren't going to the office. So you're like five rows behind me. I'm like on the back end of this group. What was your seat? You were 22. Or you were like two rows behind me. Yeah. Well, semantics, but you were behind me. I was like it, it, fairly in the midst of this. Right off the bat, there's this blonde dude who's like, he's the most tatted of all. He's got neck tats all the way on his arms. He said he was 41. He looked like he lived a, a hard 41 uh, years. He looked like he was 55. He immediately gets on, and he's like, oh, man, I had a rough night last night, man. A lot of cocaine, a lot of value, fucking drinking. I went to bed at three. Fucking, oh, man. And, like, uh, I crashed my fucking boat. This lady said I hit her from, I hit, I pulled out, and I hit her. There's no way I hit her. I hit the guy in front of me, man. And so, like, this guy's immediately going crazy. Well, the th- first thing I noticed was everybody on there was yelling the word fuck. A lot of Out fucks. loud. Some guy was standing in the aisle screaming the word fuck to his friends. Yeah. And there's like, they were sitting. There's children on board. They were sitting in different areas, and there was a lot of, like, 
like, hey, I'm going to yell to my buddy, like, way up there, but, like, very crazy language. Yeah. And so then uh, it didn't take long. There was a guy next to me who I thought was correcting uh, a paper. He was, like, a college professor, it looked like. And he complained to a stewardess, because, like, these these guys were just, uh, they started serving booze, and these guys were going crazy. One guy's like, give me a triple. And the lady's like, I'm, I can't give you a triple. He's like, come on. So they start getting like literally like right off the bat, start getting wasted. Um, and so this guy complains. He eventually gets his seat moved. A comic we kind of know, not really, was on our flight. Uh, he moved his seat. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> it was. I mean, that guy was holding court in the aisle, yelling to his friend. Yeah, I'm talking. This guy was yelling. Yeah. While he talked the whole time, and the entire plane was staring at this middle section of fucking people. And then you came up to me a little way into the flight and you start complaining yeah. oh, about yeah. these guys to me. And then later I find out that I'm sitting in the row right next to me is a guy who's he was on board with these guys. Yeah. And he made it known to me like later in the flight that I know what your buddy was he was talking shit about the people that I work with, my friends. I would uh, normally feel bad about that. But these people no, were they, making such a spectacle of themselves that I think they knew that everyone on this plane absolutely hated their guts. So the guy next to me, they also worked on the show. Let's give their show a plug. The guy next to me was like the he was like a hot shot, fast talking New Yorker. He worked on Strong with Sylvester Stallone. He was really talking that up as I heard, well. I heard someone talking about Strong. He was, he was bitching he may not win his Emmy. He was. He wanted that Emmy. <laughs> What's he gonna win an Emmy for? I don't know. When he uh, when the plane best production coordination. When we landed, he uh, like immediately bolted, and the lady he was like the high tipper because they cut off a bunch of these fucking guys. They were so drunk that this guy kept tipping, so he just kept ordering for the rest of them. So the stewardess knew his name, Gary. Yeah. And so he gets up, and the lady like gets on the overhead speaker, and she's like, Gary. And the guy had to go sit down. Fucking what a mess these people it's were. Because we were still taxiing towards the uh, gate. And yep. You can't move if somebody's out of the seat. And when we landed, people got the unfortunate news about Prince. Rest in peace to Prince. Yeah. Uh, there, there's one guy near me was making like very aggressive Prince jokes, and then like one of the Part other of the guys. Crew? Yeah, and the other guys like, "Whoa, man!" And he, like the guy wouldn't stop. He was like going crazy. They were fucking. They were. Uh, they were a bunch of fucking assholes who g- had no courtesy for anybody else. Yeah, I'll it was never... worse than what we've done on planes. Oh, by I'd say a hundred percent worse. Usually, we only infuriate somebody like sitting right in a next row. To, yeah, like this is the in whole front of us. <laughs> the whole plane was affected by these antics. for the entire ride. Oh, and the guy who was talking about so, all the drugs and stuff offered the stewardess drugs at one point, and that's when things went uh, took a turn for the worse. She's like. <laughs> I can't even joke about that. I can get pulled off this job, like blah, 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 blah. This lady's career was in jeopardy. Yeah, it was... Uh... So, uh, fuck you guys. The crew that's assembling the American Ninja Warrior uh, course in Indianapolis. And if you do American Ninja Warrior, you may want to be careful, because I don't know how well that course is set up, because yeah. these guys are fucking drunk animals. Maybe some of these guys that have fucked up on the first obstacles because it was uh, like wasn't assembled properly, screwed in wrong, dude. From what I know, from guys that stayed at the motel with the carnival rides, those guys told me never ride those carnival rides. He goes, a lot of times we put them together. There's extra parts left. We don't know where they went. We don't know what the fuck happened. They're drunk the entire time that they're assembling them. 
So when you go to the fair, county fair, state fair, whatever, beware. Beware at the fair. That's the message here. The uh, Barb and Josh from Australia sent this story in to me. It's uh, maybe your soulmate. If, okay. If people don't know, you're uh, actively, not act. well, you, you enjoy hiking at night, and there's a night mountain hikes. lion in the hills Yeah. in L.A. You're keeping your eye out for it. You have a knife. Somebody um, sent me a text message said, does um, does does hiking at night get you more sex? I think you should say who the person is because out of context, doesn't <laughs> it's not really an important text. Andrew, our, our friend Andrew Dewitt, uh, wanted to know if uh, it if it makes my girlfriend hornier <laughs> to uh, know that I go hiking at what night. What was your answer? My answer was no. I does not does not affect her at all. So uh, this is a story. It's a woman in Toronto, and she lost her hat uh, at the zoo. It went over the edge, and Uh-oh. she happened to be looking at the tigers. Okay. And so what did she do? She just hmm. did she get an attendant. What kind of hat was this? Does it show the hat? It doesn't show the is hat. Is it a family heirloom? There is video. She jumps into a tiger enclosure. <laughs> you stupid asshole! To get her hat, uh, it was separated like by a flimsy fence, like you know, like there's like an outer. outer area so she's in the outer area but this tiger is like pacing trying to get to her between this fence and she gets her hat and then she uh it's like pacing and lunging and then she jumps out get she got her hat is she in trouble now i don't know is there there's video there's video how long is the video uh are people screaming at this bitch some guy recording's like what a bad idea yeah the fuck what, what kind of fucking hat? Is maybe this, uh, did it win an award? I thought maybe the hat was smuggled in a relative's ass, like the watch from uh, Pulp Fiction. Could be that. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't like, know. I don't know if there's anything I own that I would do that for. Yeah, no. I mean, like, couldn't you just get someone from the zoo and say, "Hey, can you get my hat?" Or like, <laughs> "Am I fucked?" <laughs> like, she jumped in after it. Like, what did what did she need the hat? Why like, doesn't was, she strap the hat with like a, a piece of string onto her wrist so that if it falls, she could just pull it right back up? I don't know, but it sounds like that's a woman that you'd get along with. You know, why don't they sell those at the zoo? Since it seems to, every once in a while, I will see somebody's hat or belonging in one of the enclosures. So they should just get some sort of uh, you know the leash that you put on kids so they don't run away. Hat leashes? Hat leashes. I mean, are hats that hard to keep on your head? At the zoo, man. I'm just thinking of extra ways to make money. I go. So that you can enslave those animals longer. I get it. And then someone else, uh, people seem to be worried about you and this mountain lion. And I think it may be for good reason. (laughs) Um, Jacob sent me this story. It was on YouTube. Uncle Jake? Pick Jake Lucas? One of 800 Jacobs who listen to the show. Okay. Jacob in Seattle. Who knows? I don't know who it is. Okay. So he said, I don't think it's any of those. Could be Jake White. I don't know. Somebody named Jacob. So there's a guy, former Marine, with his family. They're camping out in Wyoming. Yeah. He's cutting wood with a chainsaw. Okay. When he notices a mountain lion stalking him about 20 feet away. Oh, I saw this. It's laying low to the ground. He sees it. He's alarmed. He quickly ran backwards, doubling the distance, he said, between him and the animal. Which you're not supposed to do. He revs the chainsaw. 
and he's trying to scare the mountain lion away, but it's it's not budging. It's not moving an inch. <laughs> I just think it's a bold then all son of, of a, a bitch. All of a sudden, it bull charges him. He gets. He said he got in a stance. He said he thinks his combat training, he it just took over. Got in like a fighting stance to prepare himself for impact, and he and uh, the thing jumped up, went towards his face. He takes a hack at it with the chainsaw, hits it. But he, the thing ran away. It well, didn't he, kill him. No, it didn't kill him. He which made, is shocking. Said he made contact and it pushed him back because the thing like jumped. It's big. I what I was worried is that. It was going to hit so hard that the chainsaw was going to go into his face. It charged him again, and he tried to get the saw across its neck. He must not have done it. And he said the thing left, but it definitely wasn't like in a hurry or that scared. He said it kind of just took Dude, off. you get hit with a chainsaw? Lucky the thing just didn't instantly lop his fucking head off. And so you, all you have is a shitty knife. Yeah, he, you know this thing was only like 60 pounds or something? He said it was 100. Was it? Yeah. Well, either way, it's not that big. Like, I had a dog that was 100 pounds. It wasn't that big. Are you reconsidering your weapon being a knife? I mean, this guy had a chainsaw, and he was a Marine. And who are you? You're a... <laughs> I'm, a I'm a man with a knife. I don't, if I don't have a chainsaw. Hey, wait. L- look up the Griffith Park... That's me stabbing it. That's Wait, what you're up against. Look up Griffith Park Mountain Lion and see how much it weighs, because I think it might weigh considerably more than really? 100 pounds. Putting it on a scale? I think it's uh, like P7. Griffith oh. Park Mountain Lion P7. <laughs> oh, God, I don't feel like looking it up. It's a big one. Let's just say it's uh, it's a big animal. Well, I okay. Maybe uh, we should maybe start thinking of looking at for a new co-host in case something happens <laughs> to me. I mean, this guy had a chainsaw, and he didn't yeah. even take it down, dude. I don't know. I, you know, you're confident. This is a city mountain lion, though. He's got different tactics. <laughs> I don't. I don't you're know. looking at it. That's a wild beast in there. He doesn't know what a chainsaw is. That mountain lion. He's never seen one. Who the city one? No, this uh, this guy. This this the guy in the woods with the marine with that. So mountain the city lion. mountain lion is familiar with chainsaws. There's so many I think people so. are in Griffith Park. Yeah. With chainsaws? No, but it goes around the neighborhoods. It cruises around. It's familiar. It knows that there's a lot of All dangerous right. shit out there. All right. Well, I'm just giving you the information. I mean, people- It's not going to detour me from taking my night hike. Detour or deter? Detour me. Sexual deterrence? Uh, did you hear there's an interview with our buddy uh, George St. Pierre was in the media? Yeah. Saying there are three things that really get him going. <laughs> I got uh, audio from the interview. Would you like to hear it? I would love to hear it. This is George St. Pierre. I believe he was on MMA Weekly promoting his new show where he tries to find dinosaur fossils because who is more prepared and experienced to find those than a former MMA fighter? Again, boycott this show because what does this asshole know about fucking dinosaurs? Because you you liked them as kids? You didn't go to school for this? I tried to watch it, but unfortunately it's, it's blocked if you're not Canadian. I went on the website. On YouTube? No, it's or on just what it's on gspboneyard.com. I thought we're a global no. internet. You know what I mean? I it's, it's, it's shocking that you can't get shit from foreign countries. I was dying to watch it. Someone's going to convert it on YouTube to uh to uh the US. If anyone knows where to find it, please let me know cuz I'm dying to see this. Uh here's GSP promoting his new show, uh The Boneyard. 
There are three things that uh, get GSP going. Uh, women, of course, dinosaurs and the violence of the octagon, uh, kitty litter, and computer spray. Is that three yet? Is that wow. Was that the unedited? Was that the, what they... Hey. Then they edited it when they played it. Yeah, I think when they played it, they only said uh, the women, of course, dinosaurs, and the violence of the octagon, but he did say two other things. Why would you call it the boneyard of all things, too? You just open yourself up for mockery. Uh, I think he. I think his life is just opening himself up for mockery. It seems to be a common thread with him. The fucking boneyard. <laughs> Why would you just call it Searching for Dinosaurs with GSP? Sounds like a reality show uh, porno where it's like some guy's backyard and just a lot of fucking... Yeah, it sounds ridiculous. Welcome to the boneyard. Boner yard. I mean, the violence of the octagon still turning them on. Ladies, of course. Dinosaurs, which who can't live without dinosaurs? Maybe we should do a new promo. I'll start it off. This summer, you thought you knew what was in the yard. Welcome to the boneyard. Boners. There's big old boners back there. (laughs) Do you think he ever gets a boner while digging for boners? I think he's so childlike that he'd be like... I uh, have a boner. Excuse me, Mr. Archaeologist. Uh, what should I do? He'd be like, go jerk off and come back. I think for a rule of thumb, we shouldn't record anymore at 9 a.m. Why? I don't know if I'm on top of my game right now. Just fucking do it, man. <laughs> no, I'm, I, mean, I am doing it, but I'm just saying I don't know if I'm on top of my game. We don't have any choice. Sometimes we're thrust into these situations. We got to make the best of it. I don't know. The other day, uh, I walked by my neighbor's place. And uh, the people who are hoarders, they're young hoarders, though. Dude, first, I, I gave them the benefit of the doubt because they just moved in, and there was boxes everywhere, but now it's been, what, six months? At least. At this fucking... I mean, I see them it's walking. fucking pigsty. These, they're climbing over shit. They leave... They have a dog. They leave duty on top oh. of their air conditioning unit that comes Big out to the outside. Big old piles of it. Uh, they eventually throw it away, but it just sits there marinating in the sun. These people are filth. The girl's cute, isn't she? She is cute. So the other day I walked by and she was laying on her couch in like, I don't know, shorts or something. They're also not ashamed of it because they leave their door open all the time. And blinds. And they have people over. Yeah. So I look in the other day, like, because I walk right by their door when I go to or from the apartment building. Yeah. Uh, I look in and the lady's on her couch, door is wide open, and she's in shorts and a brassiere. And like I glanced, I swear to God, I didn't like, I didn't gawk, I didn't like stop, I didn't look twice. And as soon as I passed, I knew I was gonna hear it. I hear that door shut hard. Like I'm some sort of pervert. <laughs> a, there's a pool in my building. This lady wears like a skimpy bikini by it, so it's like I'm seeing you in a bikini top. Two, your front door is open. D, how about you worry about fucking me looking in your hoarding, disgusting apartment rather than at your Maybe boobies. that's what she was ashamed of. I mean. First of all, your apartment complex, dude, I don't know what's going on there. It's a party. The other night there was bongo drums going all night long. It was like 11. I don't, whoever you live with are the most inconsiderate people ever. Because we'll be working only like. a few bad eggs though. It's not everybody. There's one guy in But particular. it's getting progressively worse. It's spreading throughout. It's like a virus because it'll be 11 p.m. on a weekday. We're working and you'll hear people out there screaming, yelling in the courtyard having a, a relationship fight there's a lot of uh, a lot of yelling a lot of carrying on and uh yeah this uh so this lady 
Really tried to shame me, lady, but how about you clean up your fucking apartment? How about you put a shirt on and close your fucking door? You've been spending most of your life living in a hoarder's paradise. Clean up your fucking apartment. I didn't. I wasn't looking at your fucking boobies. It caught my eye for a quick second. Don't even flatter yourself. I know you got a boyfriend who hoards just like you, and I'm I'm moving hey, on. That pussy's just as hoard as your apartment. And probably, probably probably fifty tampons in there. Probably M M&M and M wrappers and oh, chewing gum, old popcorn, oh, blow pops. Yeah, that lady has no right to do that. I knew once I walked by, I was just waiting to hear that door, and there it was, <laughs> trying to make me feel like I'm doing something wrong. I'm just walking. Literally just walking out. Something caught my eye. Shut your door. Or put a sweatshirt on. Or yeah. clean up all the fucking trash that's in your apartment. You gotta... Dude, I'm telling you, you're gonna get cockroaches. I mean... From they, them. They probably already have them. I know. It's gonna bleed over, though. This yeah. this isn't just an isolated incident. This isn't gonna just affect them. This is gonna affect the complex. You got the World War II veteran living upstairs and two doors over. Yeah. He's up there. We got to talk about the uh, elephant in the room. We're literally sharing this hotel room with an elephant. What's it? There's an elephant in here. Yeah. It's uh, Connie Mack. We haven't talked about, <laughs> if you haven't been following the Conor McGregor saga in MMA, uh, I, I believe it's international news. He's one of the UFCs. Uh, they've promoted him to be their biggest name. He's you know not what? the best fighter. Let's say that. I, I think Dana White's doing the right thing by pulling him because he doesn't do his obligations. Look. You're preparing. Nothing well, let's against. Just, if, well, let's just say, if you don't know the story, Conor McGregor was supposed to fight friend of the show, Nate Diaz. Yeah. UFC 200 supposed to be a historically big event, and Connie Mack skipped the media uh, event for it that was coming up. He did, it was a few a week. Well, last week. Yeah. Skipped the media event and uh, announced he was retiring on Instagram, uh, in a classy post on Twitter. And then, uh, so Dana White said he will not be fighting in the event. Conor McGregor has since made a very bitchy, long-winded statement about how he's doing a too much media and he shouldn't have to, and he brings the company four hundred million dollars a year, or, uh, which isn't true. In eight months, he brought the company four hundred million dollars. He claims. First of all, his media obligation was last week. It's three months before the fight, and it was one day. And uh, Andy's fight, look, nothing against Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is a great fighter. He's not a champion, and I don't think he ever will be. So don't act like you're training to fight fucking Anderson Silva in his prime because you're not. You're fighting Nate Diaz. I don't understand what you need. That one day is going to fuck you? Well, then when Connie Mack lost to Nate Diaz, which a lot, you know, he, he was saying he was going to fight the champion at higher weight classes. He said his camp said that by the end of 2016, he would have three belts. He thought he was going to beat Robbie Lawler. Yeah, which is insane. Um, so he lost, and he, he, he handled the loss very uh, humbly. But since, has backtracked. He said he would never make excuses. Claims he's going to bash in uh, Nate Diaz's mushy head. And now he's making a lot of excuses. He's saying he's spread too thin. He has to do too much media, and everyone feel bad for me. He's being a cunt, man. He's being the biggest fucking cunt. And initially, people thought it was because he witnessed the fighter's death, and uh, a guy- His buddy that he trains with killed a man in the octagon. Yeah, and he he witnessed it, and people thought maybe- I thought, are you sure? I thought his buddy was the Portuguese guy. It was not- 
His buddy was the Irish guy. But are you saying that just because he's Irish, or you know that for a fact? I'm almost 100 percent positive. I thought I don't think it was his buddy that died. I thought it was his buddy who killed the guy. Oh, I thought it was his buddy who died. But either way, uh, people thought it was because of that. But he's since come out and just bitching and moaning that he has to do media and he doesn't want to. But he's shitting on all the UFC fighters. He's like, let them do it. Let those monkeys fucking do it. And it's, I mean, it's, it's part of you, man. You fucking, you got, you almost got beat by Chad Mendez who had a two week training camp. Then you did get whipped by Nate Diaz who had no training camp. Just shut your fucking mouth, do the promotion and go make your fucking money. Cause you ain't that fucking good. And it's part of your job. Like and my problem with this is the UFC made this guy into a Frankenstein and now they got to live with it. It's but they, Dana's they, doing the right thing. He so is cuz I mean they can't set, sit on him. They can't set the precedent of that they're going to do this cuz he's trying to renegotiate his contract after he, he already agreed had, to it. And he had he wanted 10 million for this fight and they're and like Sonnen said there's so many fighters that like you basically do a ha- handshake agreement and then they work out the contracts while you're training to fight. That's how it ha- how it has to be. Yeah, and so they basically said "fuck you." And so that that fight is now not happening, which really fucks over Nate Diaz. He had a uh, dude that would have been millions in the bank for him. He had a beautiful pontooner picked out, and uh, didn't I guess it's not going to happen now. It would have been you know he lost millions, but also I think put in anybody else and I'm more interested in that card than a rematch with Diaz versus Conor McGregor. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm not uh that turned on by that fight cuz they don't neither of the guys even fight at that weight class. Yeah, so McGregor, fuck you. Stop being a cunt. You made a ton of money because the UFC built a fucking organization that allowed you to make money. Your whole fucking thing is that you promote fights. That's how you make money. It's part of the fucking business. If you don't want to be in the business, go fight in some dude's backyard then. Yeah, if you don't want to do media promotion or if you want to retire, no, I wouldn't blame the guy. It's a hard sport. It's a contact sport. You don't want to do it, then don't do yeah. it. Yeah. You made a lot of money and don't just, you don't know. Don't shit on other fighters who work just as hard as you do trying to fucking win fights. And then when you get your ass whipped, don't be shitting on Diaz. Plus, you want to know why you were on the UFC video game cover? You want to know why you're the guy who's in Reebok commercials making more than all these other guys? It's because Dana and the UFC pushed you, and they yeah. fucking and they you were doing these media things. So you got to take the good with the bad. Stop being a bitch. Either do you know if you want to fight, fight. If you don't, don't. I don't even consider him a champion. He's never defended his belt. No, I think they should strip him. Uh, Barb sent this in. I've been sitting on this for a while from our old pals of the Daily Mail, uh, UK. <laughs> it's uh, it's a article. We haven't had one in a while. Um, and <laughs> it has been a while. It's short. This is short but sweet. So it's about it's a story about a Swedish man, um, and it said he went to see a woman, and uh, and he made sexual advances to the woman. They they've t- it said they spoke about having sex. But apparently when the guy went over, I don't know if it was like an internet meeting and it was like, hey, I'm going to come over, let's have sex. And she agreed. But when he went over, uh, she did not, she denied his advancements. And so what <laughs> okay. did he do? He took, he didn't, he didn't, he took no as no, no means no. Okay. We all know that. But uh, before he left, he revenge farted. <laughs> they wrote an article about this. There's an article. How long's the article? He ripped a fart, and <laughs> she, <laughs> she felt the fart was so bad and so offensive, she called the police. Oh, man. So this is Are the you pa- fucking kidding me? It says the pair, they're not in a relationship, had previously discussed having sex, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, she made it clear he didn't want to have sex. He took that. So then the disappointed man farted and left the flat. And that was allegedly of such a nature <laughs> that it disturbed the woman's peace of mind. That's great. She said it smelled very bad in my flat, she wrote in a report to police. <laughs> Who is it, John Little? And uh, the guy got his revenge fart. It's a great move on his part. Dude, that, is, what, that was the craziest fart ever. I mean, and what did the cops say? I think they were like, lady, what do you want us to do? The cops, they whiff, take a big whiff? I don't know. So this guy wasn't charged with anything. I mean, he may have gotten farting under the influence. I don't know. I mean, what do you charge someone with? You guy had to fart. What do you, what do you say? A lawful fartry. <laughs> fartry? Is, yeah. that, is that what you do, a bow and arrow? I think fartry is, uh, is illegal use of farts. It's so, uh, yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> How co- crazy. the cops can't do anything to you. How insane is this lady? First of all, you started off with, I want to fuck you, and then you get there and be like, no, I don't want to fuck you, and then it turns into this foul-smelling fart. I better call the cops. I mean- This lady's out of her fucking mind. Do you mind. think he stayed there like while he worked it up, or was just like unbelievable timing? Do you think that he planned out in advance if this lady says, no, I'm going to rip a huge fart? No, I think it was spontaneous and just- some of the best timing he's ever had yeah, in his life. That's pure luck to have a rancid fart like that ready to go. I wonder, yeah, so I guess he <laughs> yeah, I guess he gave her a piece of his mind, a piece of his ass, and then he left and she called the he's cops. Like, you call me over here. Look at the Swedish at the Swedish accent? Oh wait, I thought it was <laughs> I was thinking it was UK male. No, it was uh Swedish. I want to hear the Swedish. Uh but- I like that move, man. Are you? <laughs> would you do? Would do you support that? Because you're anti men farting in front of women. But no, I'm anti. Like if you're go, if you're in a relationship or you're, you know, hooking up, you shouldn't do it. But this guy got rejected. He has nothing to lose. Rip the fart. He, uh, man, did he rip it, <laughs> dude? See how I swear. Either she was just. I don't. This lady sounds nuts, though. I mean, what gives it away? I mean, everything gives the fucking way. It's crazy. I have another story. I've been sitting on this one for a while. I just want to get rid of it. This is kind of a long, involved story, but it's fucking crazy. Horse fucking? This is from Aaron. Uh, Angry Aaron? Nope. Aaron, he gave uh, a five-star review to the horse fucking episode. Thank you for that, Aaron. And it's from his home state of Minnesota, so I guess he's proud of this. Uh, It's from Minnesota CBS local. A uh, 34-year-old woman, or a 34-year-old uh, man, I'm sorry, is accused of doing something horrible. John R. Lind faces two counts of criminal sexual misconduct or conduct for incidents that allegedly happened since late February. Child, tri- uh, charges have been filed. According to the complaint, an employee at some hardware store in New Brighton, Minnesota, Called police on August 26th saying she thought Lynn, her coworker, was leaving bodily fluids on her desk. <laughs> she told police that she found Lynn that afternoon standing in front of her desk, his back turned to her and his hands near his crotch. She wasn't sure what Lynn was doing, but told the police that he had a deer in the headlights look when he noticed her standing there. He, uh, the Whoever man, this writer is, I like the, I like the description. I, you can really picture it in your head. He Lind then quickly left the room, slammed the door behind him. Seconds later, he came back, told the worker he had a quick question for her, but forgot forgot what it was. He then left the area. Uh, the female worker told police she inspected her desk and found fluid on the service dripping onto the floor. A lot of it had been absorbed into her hair scrunchie. 
which she put into a plastic bag. Uh, when the officers got to the scene, they collected her coffee mug, coffee, and scrunchie. Uh, she told police she'd had problems with Lynn for months. He'd allegedly leave his zipper down often in front of her. Uh, it happened so much that she threatened to report Lynn if it happened again. And uh, on the fateful August 28th, Linda, Linda agreed to meet police at the uh, the safety center. While talking with officers, he admitted to ejaculating on his coworker's desk and coffee oh. on August 26th, which was his birthday. <laughs> little birthday jizz. He went on to admit that he'd ejaculated in her coffee twice in the last six months oh. and on her desk four times, wipe, wiping up the mess with the scrunchie. Oh, my God. He told police he was attracted to the woman, and uh, he did this to get her to notice him. (laughs) This is the equivalent of pulling her pigtails on the playground. I think it's a little worse. It's the modern-day equivalent. He also said that he knew it was gross and wrong, but uh, he couldn't help himself. This guy's got got a real real personality. The female worker told police that her coffee had tasted strange on numerous occasions. More than twice in the last several months. She said she initially thought the taste was spoiled cream. Yeah, when, it was some spoiled cream, all right. <laughs> but when police informed her that Lynn admitted to tampering with her coffee, she said, I knew it. <sighs> what the, like, he said he'd never done this to any other woman, and uh, he could face the penalty of more than a year in prison. I think it should be longer. And a fi- $4,500 $4, fine. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot. For forcing someone to drink your jizz? It's pretty bad. I mean, it's as bad as it gets. I think you go five years. At least. This guy will be out in like three, four months of good behavior. This guy sounds like a real fucking pervert. He's a real menace. Yeah, that sounds like a... Uh, this guy's saying this is how I got her to notice. I wanted her to notice me. He has psychological problems. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, this isn't a guy who does a revenge fire. That guy was calculated. He knew where the line was and wasn't. This guy was jizzing on scrunchies like a real maniac. I say five years in federal prison. You're not, not a lot of street cred comes with jerking off into people's coffee. If this is how this guy handles his birthday, like what's he doing on Christmas? <laughs> Must be wiping his ass across this woman's uh, office like a dog. Dude, that's a, can you imagine that's a bold move? You're just jerking it right there on the desk and she comes in and then you walk out and then you walk back in. It sounds like she did start noticing him though. She noticed him, picked him out of a lineup. She noticed his fly down constantly. Dude, this guy has he has some weird courtship methods. What do you think he does Who out? Taught at, him this. What do you think he does out at bars? He's like jerk off on your fucking on your bar stool when you get up to go to the bathroom. You think his dad's like? You know how I got your mother? He sleep my fly out all the time. She would notice it. Then she threatened to report me. Then I jerked off on her desk, and we got married six months later. This lady uh, didn't seem like she was like very hesitant to report him. It sounds like she kind of was suspicious. <laughs> what if this is your fucking kid? Ew, the guy or the woman? No, the, the, the guy. Like, what if this is... <laughs> I think you change what your name you and you move out of the country. This is a bull... I mean, I don't know. Everyone says, like, no matter what, you'll probably always love your kid. But if this were my kid, I don't... I'd just be like, I don't know where the fuck you came from. What do you think the scrunchie was? He just got attached to it? Because he kept like... How big is this scrunchie to wipe up a big old pile of jizz? And why didn't she... It sounds like she just left it there. Like, Dude, if some guys... Did she say that she found fluid on there before? 
Uh, it said she was like suspicious, and I think that was the tipping point when she the deer in the headlights. Well, this last load was a huge load he left because it was dripping off the desk onto the floor, and he came back. It's like, hey, uh, quick, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> like ran out. Uh. And she's drinking her jizz coffee. I knew it. What do you think is going on in his head when he's leaving that fly down? For me, the fly down multiple times is is almost more fascinating than the jizz. What? Because this guy is such a risk. But, yeah, but I picture him. I, he must have like he unzipped it, must have ripped it open a bit, and then he was like probably walking around with his hips way forward so she would notice it. I'm assuming, he or was like wearing, an arrow pointed down at. I'm it. assuming he was wearing panties, right? Like he doesn't have a dinky coming out of the. No, fly. but like how? Like she noticed it on multiple occasions. Like I, a lot of times, I don't notice if people's flies are open. But this guy had to really like make a spectacle. He probably of it. had his hands on his hips, you know, like, just kind of swinging it out there when yeah, he's talking maybe to her. Thrusting. Something tells me this guy a isn't the best looking guy in town. And two, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> not the most uh, socially uh, adept person around either. <laughs> Would you say? I'm gonna say. I'm going to say he's a little awkward in social situations. I'm going to say a little crazy as well. What, what job be, did they have? Did they they say? worked at a hardware store. Oh, at a hardware Okay, well, wait. I she is an office. Yeah. So maybe they're like- in, Maybe he's the manager. Maybe She's they're the like manager. in corporate or something. I don't know. Well, it's interesting. Well, Minnesota, that one's for you. Uh, thank you, Aaron, for sending that in from your home state. I've been f- waiting to report on that one for a while. We got farticles. We got jizz stories. Uh, Revenge me, farts. You getting through some shout outs? Yeah, this is from... Uh, I got a couple to get through as well. Dominic. Uh, he says, sitting here listening to this week's podcast related to the Y report, specifically a question for the onlookers to Danish about his stroke, uh, how it's so tight and effortless, couldn't help but writing. <laughs> okay, move. A few well, typos. Uh, I'm no swimming expert. Oh, okay. I thought, but that, I, I thought that was it. No, that was the opening. But I have done a lap or two in my time, so I recently started swimming again, and I was astonished how hard it would be kicking and how quick I would burn my legs out. Turns out it was all about balance in the water. Got to keep that chin tucked and head down. Yep. If you submerge the chest and upper body more uh, than the le- or more, and the legs become weightless. You, there's <laughs> a few typos in here. You want a lot of people I find make the mistake of their legs are almost uh, pointing down. You want your ass not out of the water, but like you want your body to be parallel, parallel the to the surface, po- to the yeah, and to the pool, the bottom of the pool. Yeah, he says, well, if you uh, hold your head too high or forehead up, your feet will sink. You'll be kicking like crazy to keep your legs afloat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your legs will be pointed down. Instead of your body being straight, and he said uh, this one, he said this one tip, and people come up to me like I'm the Danish at the Y. Look at that, dude! He knows what it feels like to be a Y celebrity. He feels good. <laughs> he is a Y celebrity. Uh, somebody sent me an article, and it said, uh, "Is it about?" Uh, a fart? I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to watch it because it's a. Uh, it's just the picture kind of creeps me out. It's from Tom. He says, buckle up before you watch us. You might die. What? <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. What is it? Another breastfeeding I'm, thing? I'm too worried to uh, to do it, to look at it. And then uh, Albert says, uh, I know how you can get this mountain lion. You should put DeWitt and his <laughs> jockstrap oiled up with butter in a cage to distract <laughs> the mountain lion. Jesus. Then you kill him. 
said, not DeWitt, the mountain lion. If that doesn't work, have DeWitt eat the mountain lion's ass while you kill it. DeWitt's not going to like to hear that. <laughs> he said, that. sent from the bathroom stall at work. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting new feature. Uh, also. Uh, saying where you send the, the, the uh, thing from. The... Steel said, uh, check out my strange addiction. Oh, my friend, we've oh, been we've... checking out strange addiction for years. By the way, you know who owes us money is 60 days in. So many people are yeah. writing to us saying we turned them on to it. The sheriff is favoriting the tweets. The, his right-hand man is getting involved. It's crazy. Yeah, where's our cut? I mean, we're we're bringing... I mean, granted, the ratings I've seen are good in general, but we're making them even gooder. <laughs> well, Josh from Australia, reality show Josh. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he chimed in earlier. He sent that picture of the guy from Game of Thrones that looked like you. It did look like me. Anyone with a beard, long black hair... And a big dingus. I hope he had a big dingus. I I thought he did. Uh, And also, remember that Instagram thing I showed you of the lady doing the face bread? Yeah. If anybody knows, is this this the new sexual thing that's going on? What does she do? So this lady gets a different type of bread every week or every day. She's this cute Asian girl. She puts the camera down so it's looking at the bread, and then she smashes her face into the bread rolling it back and forth crumbling the bread into pieces and it's called she it's called face bread and, breading and she has a ton of people who follow her right is this if anybody knows if this is a sexual move or not i, I don't know but people seem to be like jerking it to this she ever goes cinnamon rolls like scalding hot and just burn her whole face burn that eye i like uh pizza tits where you just stick your nipples in the middle of a pizza that's burning hot okay and then that's all it is. Uh, let me give one more shout out. This is uh, from Raphael. Raffi? Yeah, he said, what up, Danish and O'Neill and Yo, Pete? What up, Raffi? He said, your your podcast has quickly become my favorite podcast, and Boner City is a close runner-up, wow. sort of. we're humbled. If it's at all possible, you guys should try to do two podcasts a week. Okay, eh, well, maybe. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay maybe uh, we won't for now, but we'll see. He said, how do I request... <laughs> That they put you dong bags on earlier at the store. I would gladly pay the door fee if the lineup was cut in half and you guys could go on before midnight. I don't think either of those are going to happen. Plus, <laughs> Thank you, though, for asking. Plus, most of the comedians can kick rocks. Okay. Wow. Harsh words. Raffy. Anyway, you can use my full name yeah. because who the fuck cares? And also, please tell my acquaintance, Juan, fuck you. Eat a bag of dicks, you fuck. Hey, Juan. From eat- Rafa. Hey, Juan, eat those fucking dinkies, you dinky eater. And then he says, uh, P.S., what is DeWitt's email? So I can get one of them banging ass Boner City shirts. It's uh, Andrew Q. DeWitt at uh, earthlink.net. So this is Raphael. I'm going to give him his full name. It's Raphael A. Tomeo. Oh, Tomeo. Tomeo. Maybe you say Tomeo, I say Tomeo. Yes. I got a quick story, uh, and then we can probably get out of here. Also, we, yeah. We got to keep it tight. We got to check out of this shithole. Also, uh, re- one last thing, Tristan, because he sent some uh, big old beefers. He said, uh, hey, dude, longtime fan, retired Boner City garbage man. <laughs> Just wanted to send you some real Canadian beef cannons, but beware, this bitch is a crazy nut. Okay, well, she so crazy, she even gave consent for me to send them to you. Anyway, if you shout out uh, my tittiness, 
What? I don't know. Sometimes I think people write these when they're drunk. <laughs> so go ahead and use my first and last name. It's uh, Tristan, Tristan Bernard. Tristan. Oh, I know Tristan. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I associate with the show. He's got a <laughs> dog. He says he tweets at us all the time. Those are some healthy beefers. He's got a dog and a cat that he often those sends are, pictures. Those are pretty much perfect nips. Uh, I can't really see what you're looking at, but sure. You can't see those? No, I can't. Uh, Thanks right. for the beefers. Let's get to this story. I've been sitting on this one for a while as well. And this is, uh, once again, the youth of America are failing us, ladies and gentlemen. This is from Emory University. It's actually it's a really good school in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, there were students there who claimed they were frightened and, in quotes, in pain. After someone wrote in chalk on the sidewalk around campus, Trump 2016. <laughs> Officials at the Atlanta school, which is an enrollment of more than 14,000, were forced to act after the youngsters claimed their safe space was violated when the messages of hate. Uh, Wait, Trump, Trump is a message of hate? Yeah. You fucking, you fucking asshole. When, uh, fuck, these articles have all these ads and they sometimes just scroll down unsolicited. Oh, yeah. Hold on, let me find my place here again. Uh, when the messages of hate appeared on sidewalks and buildings, one student said she feared for her life. <laughs> Shut up! Yep. Dude, what the fuck? How is that possible? She feared for her life, but she thought a KKK rally was going oh on. Oh my God. While others were scared a mass shooting was going to take place, uh, and they would not walk alone. Wait, because somebody wrote Trump? 2016. Because somebody wrote Trump 2016. Yes. These fucking pussies. <laughs> Forget that, kid. It's Tommy somebody wrote Trump. Somebody Tommy wrote for getting Trump. mad. I thought you were going to continue oh through. This is craziness. It's uh, it, First, there was an Indiana. People thought there was a, a KKK man because there was a Franciscan monk with uh, rosary beads they thought was a whip. He was getting yogurt, and now these kids are, are fearful of chalk written on a sidewalk and a building. Because it says Trump. It's 2016. Someone thought there was going to be a fucking kid, a Klan rally? So Jim Wagner is the president of the 19th century establishment. I have no idea what that is. Wrote Tuesday that the students viewed the scrawling as intimidation, and they voiced genuine concern and pain as a result. This guy believes that it was justified? Yeah, he set up an investigation after members of the what? student government. You can't write on, on the fucking sidewalk? No. Nope. Sidewalk chalk? Nope. You can't write truck? This guy set up an investigation? Oh, yeah. What What are you going to do? What the fuck are you going to charge the person with? Yeah, someone wrote Trump. Everybody stay in your dorm rooms. That's an O'Neill air raid sound. Are you kidding me? 70 years ago, people were dropping bombs on cities. That's something to be worried about. These fucking assholes. Some guy writes with sidewalk chalk. And what are you going to do to this kid if you catch him? Uh, sidewalk chalk terrorism. You can't write somebody's name? Nope. So uh, Jim Wagner <laughs> set up the investigation after members of student government wrote to him and slammed the university's response, prompting a meeting. Slammed the university's response yeah. to Trump? Yeah. Close this establishment down. You know why? Because you're rotting the fucking brains of our youth. You should stand up and be like, look, you fucking pussies. It's sidewalk chalk. It just says Trump. <laughs> fucking, dude, this is insane. This school should be legitimately shut down. And all of the faculty should be fucking shit canned. It should be erased. 
It should be erased. It's an O'Neill headed to nuclear levels warning, ladies and gentlemen. It, but, dude, could you even wrap your head around this? It's insanity. Uh, that By anyone, the way, who knows? This guy could be our president. So what? What are you going to do then? They'll, they'll, uh, the fear. I think he's out of his mind, but whatever. You, you can write fucking whatever you want. You can write. What if it's Bob Trump? 2016. What's funny is that uh, it says later in this article, which I'll go through in a minute, that they don't even know if this is like real or someone was just trolling because they knew that like this was the response that they would get. Oh, really? They don't know. It was just showed up one one night, and so like they don't know if it's. And this it, was in sidewalk chalk. Yes. Yeah, so look, I'll show you a picture. It's right there. Just says Trump. <laughs> Just says thing. a word. This might be the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. This may what, Emory College. Yeah. Fuck you. You're you're. This school's a piece of shit. Can we put the first ever school on the whipping post? Yeah. And whip the buildings. And who's this fucking who's nineteenth century Wagner. society? I don't know what that is. Hey Jim Wagner, get your head out of your fucking dick hole Jesus. and realize the big dick hole. You need to start setting these kids up for real life. We have ISIS that's going to be in this fucking country soon enough. These people are worried about sidewalk chalk? You dumb fucks. It says, uh, this is from the Daily uh, the Daily Mail, and they may be trolling us. They may be relishing the fact about this story. Some of the sentences, they're really getting into it. They say, now administrators at the university, which has roughly a 50-50 ratio of white to minority students, want to track down those responsible for the controversial markings. Again, what is the charge? They have admitted they went against the university's values regarding diversity. Dude, what I think that the fact that you can't write Trump, I think that's the worst injustice of all. We've lost our freedom of speech. Some commenters are in the same boat uh, on the student newspaper page on the website. Agree with you. They say uh, they tell the so-called hate, the people who affected by this so-called hateful graffiti to grow up and said they were babies. Yeah. Bunch of little fucking cunts. Here, here's here's some more of the offensive. Uh, yeah, it just says Trump 2016. On stairs, you can see some of that offensive. So what if you tell people that you vote, say Trump gets nominated and he's on the ballot and you vote for him? Are people going to run away from you? I guess. I mean, this guy is legitimately running for president and he has a bit of a following. So you can't even, what if you wrote Obama 2016? People would be, or uh, not 2016, but 2012, people would 2000 say, and fucking eight. People, people would be like, oh my God, unbelievable. So uh, after the chalk marking started to appear and the pictures began appearing on the tab, I don't know what that is, maybe it's some online thing they can access, student organizations offered counseling to anyone who may have been impacted. Counseling? By what counseling? they Counseling? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? What the fuck? If you're, tra- if you're traumatized by Trump 2016, you go fucking, dude, you're... You, as a human being, are done. Your your fucking existence is over. Because if this offends you, I got news for you. Real life, you're going to die. You will fucking die these, out there in the real world. These kids, uh, I'm not saying all, but a lot of these college kids are being set up for huge failure in life. Because they're not going to be able to control everything like this. And there's going to be a lot of things you see throughout your life that bother you, that you don't agree with. And you can't handle it by being counseled or by calling things to complain, because a lot of times they're going to say, fuck you, it's chalk, get over it, who the fuck cares? One rain, and it's all gone. Yeah, and so these kids, I mean, or you could just scrub it off yourself if it's that bothersome to you. But uh, some of the kids, they say, were left fearing for their safety. (laughs) You fucking, dude, the most disturbing thing ever is how we are losing our freedoms. You can't write that without someone trying to track you down. Kids, wake up. 
You know what? Your little fucking, your little scare. I'm so scared of this fucking shit. You're ruining your ability to have freedom of speech. That's what you're doing. And they Wake want the us, fuck up they right want now. Save spaces, dude. It's turning into 1984. I was reading it on the airplane over here. The movie or the book? The book. So uh, some student, she wants her full name used. Paula, Camilla, Alarson. I uh, said, I legitimately feared for my life. I, she's the one who thought they were having a KKK rally on campus. Why? Because has there ever been a KKK rally associated at a, with Trump? I mean, there's been some racist people that have supported him, but he's never done a rally that's a Klan rally. The uh, Black Student Alliance at Emory University took to Facebook to say their comments. We, the Black Student Alliance at Emory University, stand in solidarity with the black and brown students at Emory against the intimidation, lies, intimidation, deeply rooted racism that people of color continue to face on their campus nationwide and globally. So Trump hates black people? Apparently. So then uh, they set up a protest. Jesus Christ. Uh, somebody else sent a letter to the student body in which he said he... Uh, oh, this is the guy, I think that... Was, was that guy Wagner, right? The guy from yeah. the 19, whatever that is. Sent a letter to the students in which he said, students confronted by Trump's name. It said students confronted. What does that mean? In chalk, heard a message about values regarding diversity and respect the clash with Emory's own. <laughs> Dude, if this was a real school, they would say, look, kids, this is, this is, you're allowed to do this, whatever, or whatever, if they consider defacement of uh, school property. But don't bring this up that the message it's on it. Chalk, there is though. no fucking message. Chalk's not even, it's not permanent. I, will, I want Trump to be on the ballot just because it'll piss this fucking school off. That's what I want. I don't support him or whatever, but this is ridiculous. Dude, this whole, our society is crumbling before our eyes, and we are just letting it slip through our fingers. We used to be one of the greatest nations ever. We are now slowly descending into the abyss, and these kids are on the, are, they're, they're, they're steering the ship into the fucking whatever i don't even know what i'm saying it's too early <laughs> some uh one of the some student took he wrote an editorial in their newspaper and he said i do not take lightly the fears and pains of those students who felt victimized i would by the trump 2016 chalkings around campus and i try my best to support oppressed groups on campus I, this the correlation between the two it's a very weak link <laughs> i don't know how do you how do you tie the two together has Trump ever come out and been like, fuck black people? He said uh, it is nonetheless necessary to ask those protesters what would happen should the tables be turned. Suppose we had a different administration. Suppose, suppose it was ruled that protests such as the one Tuesday made Trump supporters feel threatened on campus. Freedom of speech works both ways and its hindrance affects both sides. <laughs> so he's, he, was, he, he wants to make sure everyone's not being offended. <laughs> Hey guys, let's not affect Trump. Let's not offend. Dude, it's shit like this. Is like it's literally. I feel it in the comedy clubs now. You know when you like you say anything. Yeah, now, people. You'll get like a, oh, if you say. Well, people think like you can't say anything. Whether it's but like it. Ha it's bleeding in more than it used to. Ten years ago, like you could say some crazy shit on stage and people would laugh. Now there is more of an uptight feeling in a lot of these rooms. So, uh, yeah, that's a school that was brought to its knees by uh, Chuck. 
which is ironic because chalk is used to be probably not anymore because with technology but used to be the symbol of education more or less yeah and it brought emory university down to its knees giving a blowjob to its campus all its students could i just say this anyone that was uh scared for their life with the trump message you're a fucking cunt you're a fucking cunt <laughs> Do you uh, do you think any of the people who were scared would be capable of killing a mountain lion? No, with their bare hands. Are you kidding me? They would they would want me like murdered if if I actually kill this mountain lion. <laughs> Jesus, these Christ. kids, man, it's crazy how uh, that blew my mind. This is going to affect me for my whole day. Really, I, I can't wrap my head around it. How I cannot it wrap you? my head around it. You can't just. It leave makes it? me sad. Like it makes me sad that. This is the this is the youth of today. You you're scared of a, of Trump, twenty six. You think that Trump is is like Hitler? I believe the children of the future. Let them fear the chalk. So who do they want? Hillary Clinton? I don't know. Everybody sucks. This whole fucking presidential campaign sucks. I mean, can you imagine what else they protest on this campus if this is one of the Everything. I got news for you, kids. Make your life easier and just fucking get over shit and worry about something real. You know there's people dying in villages, getting their fucking faces cut off with a machete, and these people are worried about sidewalk chalk. That's the thing. Like, like this, this country's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but there's places... Whoa. There are places in the world that are like... People are being fucking stoned to death. I mean, there are places that have like people have no rights. Yeah, and it's like there. There's a lot to improve upon in America and in a lot of Western. We got it societies. pretty fucking good though. Yeah, but you got to like you got to sit back and think like, hey, like overall we have a lot of freedom. You know, you can do a lot. It's just, Dude, it's crazy to think. You know, if you're in in certain parts of Africa and you're like a black albino. They hunt you down because they believe you have magical powers and they murder you and then they consume parts of your body. Wait, are they? That's not, no, that's, it's, they don't no, have magical wait, powers. No, I'm glad that I changed, I enlightened you on that. They oh. don't. They well, don't I have magical I, I gotta powers. I got to call a couple hunts off. <laughs> Dude, and these, this is crazy. I don't know. Well, the children, I'm sorry, I want to change the song. The children are not our future. Jesus Christ. It's crazy how fast it's uh and these schools it's changed get it. too. Like, yeah, and like, guess what? I got news for you. There, if you want to protest something, protest the treatment of rape victims on campuses. It's, uh, it's, it's really, I don't know. It's like, what do you, kids are like, there's so much, all this fear. It's like the kids fearing a Franciscan monk getting froyo and now these kids are scared of chalk it's like it's how they're raised it's their parents being afraid that their kids are going to be disappointed in life afraid that their kids are going to be unhappy so they don't discipline them and all this shit I mean look man the life is hard you can't be a fucking pussy like you know I mean going forward it sounds like this generation of uh, people like there's going to be so many like sexual harassment, you know, like stuff that's like yeah. not even real, but like, you know, like he yeah. looked at me or he- I think pretty soon you're like going gonna... to be getting farts. He farted in the break room. Like I felt scared. <laughs> it wasn't a safe place for me. Dude, right now we are so lucky that we don't work in an office oh, or anything. Oh, we'd be fucked. I'd probably be in jail oh, for we some both sort of be, offense. Probably. It's crazy. I mean, you can't even jerk off on a woman's scrunchie anymore. Or in her coffee. I know. What, what kind of world are we living like, in? What's happening? You think he stirred the coffee with his dick? Yeah, oh, yeah, he did. And you think it burned the tip? They said they looked at it. It said his dick was it had third-degree burns all over it. 
and it was shaped exactly the girth and size of a coffee also, straw. Who uh, who gets a cup of coffee and then just walks away from their desk? This lady, uh, for being suspicious of this guy, really left a lot of things. She left her office. Open. She's like, wow, this scrunchie's really hardening over the months, but I'm just going to keep leaving it here. So what'd she do? Every morning she poured a cup of coffee, then went to go take a dump? You know what? I'm starting to side with this guy. I'm going to say uh, law enforcement in the Minnesota area, you keep a, an eye on this guy every August 26th. I just picture- this is when uh, he gets crazy. I picture uh, the the cop from uh, from Fargo. Well, let's uh, let's see the coffee. I picture Carl Winslow from uh, Die Hard and Family Matters, the father. No, you got to get the accent, though. What do you mean the accent? You got to get the Fargo accent. Oh, that like North Dakota or wherever the hell that uh, is? Minnesota. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, Minnesota. Uh, the worst part, I think, is is the, the adults at these schools cater to this fear-mongering. Yeah, because, well, I mean, schools are obviously businesses, and they don't want to lose business. Meanwhile, you have ISIS uh, raping thousands of women and killing everybody in their fucking path. And you, you guys are scared of a Trump 2016? It, uh, it really fucking... Put really, things in perspective, you fucking cunts. Really got to them, man. What if you lose like an intramural soccer game? Can you protest? I think at some point in the future, uh, some kid is going to file charges against a girl for not having sex with him because it made him feel bad. And that girl will get in trouble. Well, we already had a case like that with the revenge fart. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I'm saying like he'll win a case and the judge will be like, you have to fuck him. <laughs> All right, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, uh, we gotta vacate this motel room. We gotta get out of this shithole. Uh thank you guys for listening. Episode forty one. Please leave us a five star rating and a text review. Stop freeloading. That's all we ask you to do. 42, uh we'll try to do at a more reasonable time. And we're gonna have a guest on, I believe. Yeah, big guest. Uh I have some I have some other shout outs. I I guys, I have them all down, but uh I have a few more, but I'll give them next week. So we'll get to them next week. Uh, hold on a second. Let me, let me get, get that me. whipping post ready. You whipping post or are you doing the music? Do you want the whipping post or this? Let's do the whipping post real quick. Oh, shit. For Emory College. Emory University. Emory University. You don't even deserve that title. I need to put the whipping post. I was, I've was. i been making a Danish and O'Neill soundboard. The Richies were on there. Oh, it's not? You don't have the whipping post no, on I there? No, I need it, though. I'll, I'll get That'd it by next good addition. week. I'll get it by next week. It should be Emory, Emory it's a it's a cuntledge over there. <laughs> cuntledge instead of a college. Cuntiversity. <laughs> What's happening? That's a, bad, that's a shitty one. That's not a good whip. Is that your usual whipping? Give him that another. Sucks. Whip. That thing sucks. Where is my usual whip? All right. Well, there we got a couple Hold cracks on. in there. Let me see. That's about all you one. can do. There's a commercial, I think. <laughs> Who puts the commercial in front of a whipping sound? <laughs> the fuck? Where's my usual whip? These whips are fucking disappointing. Hold on a second. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Now I'm on track. Oh, that's a good whip. <laughs> it's 
Emerson, Emory University. She's really, I'm swinging it over my head right now. All right, that's enough. It's done, it's enough. It's too many cracks. They've had enough when they say, when I say they've had enough. That's for you, Emery, you fuckers. And uh, all right, let's get back to the theme song. Let's just close it out. I'm going to go to the folk the folk song. Yeah. Fuck, I'm tired right now. Close it out. Thank you, guys, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Have a good work week, and uh, don't jizz in your coworkers' coffees. Unless you wanted to notice you. That's a good point. But start with your fly open first. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty work fly for a white guy. Have a good day. I want to shut that off. <laughs>